Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Yes, today, arthritis, cause and cure. Imagine that. You know, what is arthritis? Now, we're going to cover the two rough types. I mean, you could look at hundreds of different types of arthritis. We're going to cover the autoimmune disorders, okay, and the osteoarthritis. And we're going to lump all the rheumatic diseases, such as rheumatoid arthritis, scleroderma, lupus, psoriatic arthritis, dermatomyositis, polymyositis, um, because the autoimmune conditions actually have to do with the immune system. They negatively affect the joints, but ultimately it has to do with how the body responds to the environment based on physical, chemical, and emotional stressors. Now, osteoarthritis, now this is the most common. Now, the difference is osteoarthritis is called a degenerative joint disease. It's also called degenerative disc disease. And what that means is, now, when I say osteoarthritis, you're thinking that that is actually a type of arthritis. Well, arth means joint, itis means inflammation. And now, this is the big thing, because this is how we perpetuate stupid. Osteoarthritis is a non-inflammatory arthritis. That's right. Even though I just said joint inflammation in Latin, it really is a non-inflammatory joint inflammation category. Uh, if, if you're not confused yet, hang in there, because you will be. Because a lot of these things, and it's also called degenerative joint disease and degenerative disc disease, so you might think, based on its names, that it's a disease. However, you're going to see that osteoarthritis is actually the end result of a trauma, and it really, instead of being a degenerative disease, it really is an intelligent response by the body to maintain integrity of the tissue to stabilize joints. So it's an intelligent response. So the two types of arthritis, we're going to cover rheumatic diseases and osteoarthritis. Now, a lot of people are saying, hey, look, why don't you just give me the solution so I don't have to sit through the whole half hour? Well, I'm going to actually do that. I'm going to give you solutions for both of these arthritic conditions. Okay, first, then we're going to go through and I'm going to describe how in detail to heal the gut, regenerate the joints, distract the joint. I mean, you really get the body corrected. So here's... Um, osteoarthritis solutions. Number one, it's from a trauma, so you got to fix the problem. You got to correct the biomechanics. So now think of this. And I had a patient uh, last week that was in her mid 70s. She came in for knee pain, and she wanted a solution for knee pain. Now she had her daughter with her, who was in the medical world, and you know I'm going in and I'm saying, okay, well, in order to fix the knee. You cannot fix the knee unless you fix the nerves that supply the knee. And you can't fix the knee unless you fix the biomechanics of the foot. You can't do that unless you fix the biomechanics of the calf. So for knee pain, you've got to look at the entire biomechanics of the pelvis, the quadriceps, the calf, the foot, everything. Now, just looking at the structural mechanics, do you think that in order to regenerate a joint that you may have to look at diet, sleep, other stress levels? Absolutely. 
Hence, with any type of metabolic process, you have to look at the physical, chemical, and emotional stressors. So if you're just trying to regenerate the tissue of a knee, you have to look at the whole body, the whole structure. Except that was um, confusing to these, the, you know, the medical professionals, because if you're in the medical world and you have a knee pain, you look at the knee. You might stretch the knee, ultrasound the knee, tape the knee, uh, bend the knee, but you're not going to look at the overall mechanics. Well, I'm telling you right now, if you have carpal tunnel syndrome, which is numbness, pain in the hand, uh, you have to look at the structure of the hand, the structure of the elbow, the shoulder, the neck, the biomechanics leading to that, muscle balances, and, and the sleep patterns, the physical, chemical, emotional stress of that person involved in the trauma and the healing. So osteoarthritis, number one thing, you've got to correct the biomechanics. But when I say correct the biomechanics, you better look at the whole body. So knee, hip, and foot injuries, you've got to look at the pelvis, low back, cervical spine, sleep patterns, digestion, everything. Second, you've got to get your blood healthy. Figure every joint in the body is two bones coming together surrounded by a joint capsule. And that's the majority of the structures. Now the cartilage inside is under a lot of compressive force loads. So a lot of times, particularly in, in weight-bearing joints, the cartilage is avascular. That means that it, it doesn't have good blood vessel formation because under compressive force loadings, that means that the blood vessels would be compromised. So the cartilage gets a lot of its nutrients through synovial fluid, and this is a super filtrate of blood. So think of this. If your blood isn't healthy, like let's say diabetics, do they have joint problems? Absolutely. Because if that blood isn't healthy, it can't produce that super filtrated blood called synovial fluid. So in order to correct arthritis, we got to get healthy blood. So that means going to be diet, supplements, organic plant-based diet. We're going to expand on this on how to heal the gut because if you have physical, chemical, or emotional stressors, your body isn't going to be able to process those nutrients and you're going to be deficient. So, so far, osteoarthritis, you've got to correct the biomechanics of the whole body. You have to get your blood healthy. Why? Because it's a whole body issue. Next, you have to reduce and eliminate toxins. That's right. If your body is fighting um, toxins or poisons, uh, you're not going to be able to heal. And some of the most common toxins when you're talking about arthritis are the non-steroidal anti-inflammatories or the medications used to treat it. Now, what's psychotic is some of the um, medications used to treat arthritis actually make arthritis worse. That's right. The standard non-steroidal anti-inflammatories like Advil, Motrin, Aleve, you know, all of those destroy proteoglycan production, which is the building block of cartilage. So that's psychotic. So when we say reduce and eliminate toxins, that's exactly what we're talking about. Also, you have to deal effectively with the stressors. This is the physical, chemical, and emotional stressors. How do you do that? First, physical stressors. You've got to get your um, entire structure checked by a real corrective chiropractor. That's it. Yes, Virginia, the real chiropractors still exist out there. They're just a so find. Okay, you have got to look and look at our seven questions on YouTube to find a corrective chiropractor. 
but you've got to get somebody that's going to assess your structure and do a post-assessment to actually document that they really fixed something. Chemical stressors. You've got to look at your physical, chemical, and emotional stress, and the chemical is going to be diet, nutrition, um, medication, supplements, and then the emotional health. Your perception of the environment radically changes your body's ability to adapt to the environment. So emotional stressors are vital to get solved in order to correct osteoarthritis. So recap, osteoarthritis, correct the biomechanics of the whole body, get your blood healthy, reduce and eliminate toxins, and deal effectively with the stressors. Rheumatoid arthritis, and this includes rheumatoid arthritis, scleroderma, lupus, psoriatic arthritis, polymyositis, and dermatomyositis. So all of these things were lumping into one area. Now, obviously, since these are autoimmune disorders, we have immune system issues. But I'm going to make it really simple. First, you have to correct the biomechanics of what? The whole body. So if you have pelvic instability, if you have a problem with the neck, if you have a problem with gait, every time you take a step, you're destabilizing the pelvis. So you've got to correct the entire biomechanics of the body. Autoimmune conditions, you have to heal the gut. This means if you've been exposed to things that have damaged the gut flora, such as antibiotics, uh, medications, uh, uh, bread that's been soaked in glyphosates, processed foods, all of these things can damage 80% of your immune system, which is your gut, because your body is not going to attack itself. Okay? But the body will create an inflammatory response and antibody productions to proteins that haven't been tempered by digestion. And that's what an autoimmune condition is. And if you're thinking, well, gee, aren't there um, proteins inside of vaccines? You'd be totally right. And so this is why, since the advent of the liability-free vaccine program, that's injecting our children today with 72 doses of 17 different vaccines, uh, we're seeing a massive rise in autoimmune problems. So healing the gut is vital. Next, you have to clean the blood. You've got to get the blood healthy. So this means diet, supplements, detoxing. And, and I mean, it's so amazing that healing the gut and correcting the biomechanics and getting the blood healthy are vital. Then you have to reduce and eliminate toxins, as weird as that sounds. But think of this. If you have, um, say, uh, toxin-laden like bovine growth hormone cheese, or you have uh, milk that's, that has the bovine growth hormone in it, or you're taking animal products that have, uh, uh, let's say, the corn that's genetically modified, the BT toxins, that we're actually finding the BT toxins that is meant for um, animal feed only, that's a pesticide against insects, is now found in an umbilical cord blood because the, it survived the cow's digestion, the mother's digestion, and now it's inside of our uh, second generation. So you have to look at all the, the toxins in the environment, and then you have to deal effectively with the stressors, the physical, chemical, and emotional stressors. It seems too simple that instead of going after the joint problems or the inflammation or trying to solve that, that you go after the overall health of the body. 
you don't chase the diagnosis. You don't try and treat the symptoms. Let's look at the body a little bit different, that the symptoms are there for a reason. So you correct the biomechanics, heal your gut, get the blood healthy, reduce and eliminate the toxins, and effectively deal with the stressors. Because think of that. What a joint is, it's two bones coming together surrounded by a joint capsule. So obviously how those joints or bones are lined up, the fluid and nutrients to that structure are vital. Now, did you know that a diet high in polyunsaturated fats, and this is a massive source of free radicals, so this is going to be the canola oil, the corn oil, uh, it, I mean, all the toxic oils out there, cottonseed oil, we're talking the extremely poisonous ones. Now, these vegetable oils can constrict blood vessels, limiting blood flow. It increases platelet stickiness. It raises blood pressure and can cause further damage to arterial walls. Well, now, obviously, if we have a toxic, deficient environment, what's the prevalence of these autoimmune conditions? Well, before 1940, it was ridiculously rare. I mean, you're talking, it was one of those diseases that were just on the books, and most physicians would never even see it. However, now, we're talking rheumatoid arthritis alone affects 1% of the world's population, affects about 1.3 million people in the U.S. And it, so that's about 860 per 100,000 people. Now, when we look at what the causes, according to the CDC, let's look at them first. They say rheumatoid arthritis occurs when your immune system attacks the synovium or the lining of the membranes that surround your joints. The resulting inflammation thickens the synovium, which eventually destroy the cartilage and bone within the joint. So now think of that. So the body is attacking uh, the membranes, and then eventually blood clamps flow into the joints and they get destroyed. Now, what does the Mayo Clinic say? Uh, quote, doctors don't know what starts this process, although a genetic component appears likely. While genes don't actually cause rheumatoid arthritis, they can make you more susceptible to environmental factors, such as certain infections, viruses, bacteria may also trigger the disease. Well, what are the real causes of rheumatoid arthritis? I'll tell you right now, vaccinations, antibiotics, medications, environmental toxins, toxic and processed foods, a sedentary lifestyle, and physical, chemical, and emotional stress. So let's look at vaccines, because vaccines right now are in the news. Um, it's, it has to do with um, the craziness of creating a panic and a fear so that you can create a reaction in the public and then you can come up with a solution if you're a government trying to control the population. So now measles is big time in the news. However, they have to hurry up and count the people because within around 10 days, people get over the measles and then they're just fine. So when we're talking about arthritis, is there any data that shows that um, vaccines are associated with arthritis. Yeah, we're talking uh, dozens and dozens of articles. So let's look at the Journal of Immunology, September 1971. 
Now, this is huge because, remember, back before 1986, uh, the the companies, the vaccine companies, had uh, uh, liability for their product. And in fact, back then, there were real scientists doing real, real articles that were not funded by the pharmaceutical industry, and they found some problems. So here's a title of this article from 1971, Arthritis Associated with Induced Rubellant Infection. Quote, it's, it is suggested that repeated episodes of arthritis which follow rubella immunizations may be related to the continued presence of the rubella virus in the affected joints um, and to a selective distribution of rubella virus antigens in the synovium and other bodily fluids. And it turns out that uh, they can find evidence of the rubella virus after the vaccines up to four months afterwards. Let's look at another one. This is out of the Journal of Viral Infections and Immunity, 1983. Um, the title is Prospective Immunological Assessment of Arthritis Induced by Robilla Vaccine. Yes, vaccines are safe and effective, except this time it shows that it causes arthritis. Quote, a prospective study was carried out to correlate the development of joint symptoms after rubella immunizations with pre- and post-immunization and rubella-specific immunologic responses. And, quote, arthritis or arthralgia or both occurred in 10 of 37 adult female volunteers with a mean time of 17 days after immunization with the RA27-3 rubella vaccine. Yeah, that's right. 10 out of 37 adult female volunteers within 17 days after immunization. So, but this was 1983. This was before the uh, vaccine companies got liability. So these articles were coming out, and this is why the vaccine companies were getting sued at the time. So they were getting sued at the time because the, their product was doing damage. Now, you couldn't make the product safe. Why? Because the Supreme Court says vaccines are unavoidably unsafe. You cannot fix them. Okay? You're injecting a foreign protein into a human being, which is not a good thing. And then when we look at um, vaccines and uh, vaccination and autoimmunity, this is from 1999. They say, quote, the question of a connection between vaccines and autoimmune illness or phenomenon is surrounded by controversy. A uh, heated debate is going on regarding the causality between vaccines and such as measles and hepatitis B vaccine and multiple sclerosis. Uh, and it's well known that tetanus, toxoid, and influenza vaccine and polio vaccines have been related to rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, conflicting data exists also between the connection between autism vaccination with measles vaccine or autism and um, vaccination with measles vaccine. So you see this, and, end of quote, that the, the correlation and causation, this is where people are getting uh, confused. Correlate, do we vaccinate people a lot? Yeah, you're talking over 90% of the country is vaccinated but vaccinated to the current schedule. Uh, 
Now, a lot of adults will say, oh, well, shoot, I was fully vaccinated. Yeah, except you're, if you're a 50 or 60-year-old adult, you had maybe three vaccines. Uh, your grandchild is going to have 72 doses of 17 different vaccines in a liability-free product. Now, if you're over 60, your vaccines, they actually had liability for it. So if your family was injured, they could actually be compensated by the manufacturer. So the manufacturers had a great incentive to create a safer product. Now, um, so what, what's the deal with this? Well, first, uh, <laughs> here's another quote out of the article. They call it vaccinosis, a dangerous liaison. The issue of risk of vaccination remains a philosophical one. Since to date, the advantages of this policy have not been refuted, while the risk of autoimmune diseases has not been irrevocably proved. We discussed the pros and cons of this article, although a temporal relationship two to three months following immunization is impressive. So what do we have in this country? We have one of the highest um, vaccination rates in the world and the lowest infectious disease rates of the world. However, America has one of the worst infant mortalities of all developed nations, with six out of every thousand babies dying before their first birthday. Now, when you look at this, okay, think of this. Right now, um, ignorant people are saying, well, measles kills one in a thousand. Well, that's not really true. When you look at the pre-vaccine um, death rates and the total occurrence, you're looking at around maybe two-tenths to two per 100,000 because we're looking at the occurrence and the hospitalizations. On average, there were four million uh, people in America or occurrences of measles in the whole country, America, uh, before the vaccine. 4 million cases of, of uh, measles per year. Now, there was around 60,000 or 60 million kids. So you're talking 4 million of those would get measles every year. That means next year, 4 million. The year after that, 4 million. And of those reported, there were only around 400,000 because 90% of the people that got measles never even went to the hospital. Uh, so then you get the 400,000 going to the hospital. Of those, around 400 people would die. Okay, and so this is where they came up with the one in a thousand. However, in our country, we have six out of a thousand kids dying before their first birthday uh, in the highest vaccinated rate. So we do have one of the sickest populations on the planet. And, and I'm going to bring up a few case studies. And I'm going to show you what before and after x-rays are, what all of this stuff is. But when we're talking autoimmune conditions and arthritis, understand that we've got a challenge with the hyped up state of emergency and the media, which is no longer free media in this country, promoting uh, that if you have to vaccinate, otherwise you're, the whole world is going to go to hell in a handbasket, we are now on the crux of where adult vaccines are going to be forced. Uh, if I told you 20 years ago that they would force you to get a vaccine or you couldn't go to school or you couldn't get a job, 
you would have thought me insane and an alarmist. Well, I'm telling you right now that the adult immunization schedule of the United States is on the CDC site. And soon they will be forced adult vaccines. It was supposed to be 2020, but now it looks like it's around 2023 where you will have to get a, a forced vaccine. And so when we talk about this, we have to realize that, that this is coming down the pike. So let's look. Obviously, by doing multiple doses of injections inside of a human being, we're creating autoimmune phenomenon that are destroying our joints and our population. Uh, so let's look at, at, again, the causes of arthritis. If we look at Kirkcaldy and Willis, now this is the biomechanic Bible. Uh, elderly joints prove to be just as strong in torsion compression as the younger ones. What that means is that uh, we don't get more brittle as we age. We actually are strong and healthy and, and are designed to be strong and healthy. So what causes the degenerative changes? It is a trauma. That's it. It's not degeneration. So as we age, we don't break down. And I'm going to show a couple of, of x-rays of people who have degeneration, and they have also some perfect joints. And obviously, if there's degeneration of perfect joints, then there has to be some type of a trauma that occurred there. Because discs actually need movement. They need movement in order to get nutrients into that, that disc. Uh, we're going to go through tonight, and I'm going to show you case study after case study of arthritis being reversed. But you've got to look, why, why is so few people reversing arthritis when so many people have trauma challenges everything else and they're suffering from autoimmune diseases which is now the fourth most popular type of disease uh, let's look at the journal of law and medicine and medical medicine ethics they say that the pharmaceutical industry has corrupted the practice of medicine through its influence over what drugs are developed and how they are tested uh, get this and this is huge because I, i'm running out of time here and we're going to go into this in detail but it's literally, um, let me quote, the authorization of user fees in 1992 has turned the drug companies into the FDA's prime clients, deepening the regulatory and cultural um, capture of the agency. The industry has demanded shorter review times with less time to thoroughly review the evidence. Increased hospitalizations and deaths have been the result. Uh, so... We, we understand that the right drug at the right time and the right dosage kills 128,000 people a year. So what is the solution? Heck, Harvard says do not go for your annual physical. We're going to go over case after case after case, but you're going to see the solution is the same. You've got to clean up the diet. You've got to deal with the physical, chemical, emotional stress. You've got to restore that structure. You've got to get that nervous system working correctly. You've got to get your body in a healthy state to regenerate tissue. And you will. You will. Um, I'm going to go through how to look at x-rays, how to, how to check to see if the body is still viable, what you can do. Um, we're going to go through, and I'm going to show you how to assess disc injuries. 
Or should they be done through an MRI? Should they be done through a standing weight-bearing stress x-ray? I'm going to show you the advantages of that and the disadvantages. Uh, so just look at this. You cannot drug symptoms. That is insane. Anybody that goes through and says they want to treat arthritis and they're treating arthritis instead of the overall system, they suck. Okay, it's time to fire that doctor. If you get a doctor that thinks joint pain is just a problem of the joint and they're going to tape it or drug it or inject it and they're not looking at the nerves that supply it or the blood supply or, or they're just giving you a chemical to change that, welcome to the opioid crisis. What's worse is what if they treat it with a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory? You're talking 60% increased risk of cardiovascular problems, 25% increased risk of hearing loss, gastrointestinal bleeding, um, a 60% increase in congenital heart failure, and this is using an over-the-counter drug. No more. Okay, we're going to change this. Okay, I'm going to. I want you to look at a mirror and smile at your reflection. We're going to learn something. If your body is in a stress state, it won't be able to regenerate tissue. If your body is in a healthy state, then you will be able to regenerate tissue. You have to optimize your gut flora, whether it's osteoarthritis or, or the rheumatic diseases. You've got to get an organic, seasonal, plant-based diet. You've got to get your nervous system checked. You've got to sleep right. You've got to eat right. You've got to think right. You've got to move right. You've got to pray and meditate. I mean, look at the five different keys of health. Nervous system, nutrition, deep sleep, exercise, and prayer and meditation. You do all five of those aspects, and you get a chance to reverse disease. If you're lucky enough to have a doctor that's going to guide you on that journey, you've won the lottery, baby. Your body is designed to live fully, full health, full strength. You are designed by God. This is Dr. John Bergman. God bless you, and I love you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.